Hello, friends, and thank you for tuning in to the 10-Minute Leadership Podcast. I'm Dr. Oren Hertz, and we are in Chapter 61, Leadership and Generation X. Woohoo! We got to Generation X. I have a cat here next to me. Of course, he needs to disturb because he sees I'm busy. <laughs> yes, cat. Go away. <laughs> All right. So, Generation X, um, born mid 60s 1965 to mid 70s 1976 some say 1978 some say 1980 around that time from mid 60s to mid to mid 70s to late 70s generation x also known as the latch key kids and here's why if you uh, listened to my episode last week about the baby boomers the baby boomers started the uh, 60 hour work week they were busy they weren't home much and i can testify myself from my own experience both my parents um well my parents really are a silent generation but they they followed the baby boomers and they both worked many hours and i got a key to the house and it was wrapped around my neck on the chain and when I got home from school, the microwave was invented. There was food in the refrigerator. I put it in the microwave and heat up my own dinner. So as a result, and this is just my example, but generally Gen X is known to be the latchkey kids because they were given a lot of independence. I know I was given a lot of independence. I pretty much did what I wanted to do. <laughs> there was very little oversight over me. Now, this is a personal thing. My parents always trusted me because I was generally a good kid. I mean, I got into trouble every now and then, but they just trusted me. They're like, all right, well, you know what you're doing? We have to work. And when we come back from work, we're tired. So do your thing, man. <laughs> um, I wonder how many of you can uh, relate to that. How many of you around my age can relate to that? Uh, but this was my experience. Now, as a result in research, and that's um, that's something we want to talk about. As a result, Gen X became very independent and we can see it in the workplace. As leaders, they are very independent and not necessarily the best team players. And this is not to throw shade at my generation. These are just facts, right? This is the reality because this is what Gen X knows. They know uh, to be uh, lone wolves. They, they work well with themselves. Now, uh, with the changes in corporate America and with the evolution of teamwork and team uh, players, if you will, uh, Gen X have learned to be more cooperative, but not as cooperative as their predecessors, which we'll talk about next week, the millennials. The millennials are uh, a lot more team-oriented than Gen X. Gen X also witnessed the corporate downsize and the demise of lifetime employment. Gen X, uh, unlike uh, the boomers and definitely unlike the silent generation, may have two or more careers. And they're experiencing the changes in career and the demise, as I mentioned before, of lifetime employment. Uh, Gen X agreed that they don't have to work for one company for their entire life. That's just how it is. Um, and also Gen X said, listen, boomers, with all the respect, we want a bit more 
work-life balance. The millennials and Gen Z took it to the next level, but Gen X were the ones that raised the flag and said, well, wait a minute, okay, yeah, this is nice. I mean, we get paid well and we get paid the overtime or whatever the case might be, but we don't have a life. Also, Gen X went through the 80s, which was an interesting time in the world altogether. Uh, they have uh, witnessed the Cold War and the demise of the Cold War between Russia and America. Uh, big changes like the fall of the Berlin Wall. Uh, the music industry uh, was really interesting during the 80s. Pop music and uh, punk <laughs> really affected uh, uh, the way Gen X uh, interact with themselves and with the world in general. Gen X is, uh, from a leadership perspective, they're open to receiving feedback and they are the inventors of networking. So networking events really became a thing with, uh, with Gen X, much more than uh, the baby boomers and definitely more than the silent generation. They understand the value of networking and how networking can overall assist with leadership and succession in the workplace. Um, Gen X is less confrontational than Gen Y. I'm going to say this very carefully. What we're seeing across generations, which is not necessarily a bad thing, is that as the generations progress, they learn to ask more questions and to be more inquisitive and put the uh, press the pause button, push the pause button and say, wait a minute, this doesn't make sense to me. Uh, the silent generation obviously were very silent. Uh, baby boomers kind of started like speaking out. Gen X said, well, you know, yeah, but no, we, we, perhaps we should uh, keep quiet so we don't risk our job. Uh, this is, by the way, it's called the um, Abilene Paradox, where you sit in a room, the leader is coming up with an idea, sharing an idea. You know deep inside that it's a terrible idea, but to avoid conflict and to not risk your job or job security and not um, shake the apple cart, you just remain silent. And everyone around you are thinking exactly what you're thinking. Well, this is rubbish, but we better remain silent because we don't want to, uh, we want just to avoid conflict. Uh, this is uh, in psychology, the Abilene paradox, where everyone in the room knows that this is bullshit, <laughs> but no one's speaking out. Uh, we see that quite a bit with uh, Gen X. Uh, again, this is not good, bad, or in between. These are just facts. So please treat this uh, as facts and don't take this personally uh, because it's not personal, obviously. These are general characteristics of the generation. Also, uh, Gen X are um, currently taking higher positions from baby boomers who are retiring, higher leadership positions. Um, former President Barack Obama is a Gen X, which is really interesting. Uh, our current president is a silent generation, if I, if I remember his age correctly, or on the cusp between silent and uh, baby boomers. But you can see the style and leadership and how uh, it differs. I am really looking forward and excited for the next president of the United States, whenever the time comes, uh, who will uh, be a millennial. That would be really interesting. And this is just a personal preference. I hope it's going to be a female.
It's just a personal preference. Um, not to be sexist, but I think it's time for us to have a female president. Okay, let's let's steer away from politics. I'm, uh, this is muddy waters, right? Um, one more thing about uh, Gen X, because they were uh, latchkey kids, as I had mentioned before, teamwork is a bit foreign to them, but they do understand the value of teamwork. And so they will value teamwork, but they won't necessarily initiate it, if that makes sense. Uh, they will not automatically gravitate towards uh, teamwork. This is why if you are a Gen X leader, it is really good for you to surround yourself with millennials because millennials are more team oriented and they will suggest bringing other people to the table. And the good thing about Gen X is that Gen X is adaptable because Gen X uh, grew up with a, a little bit of technology, not what it is today and they adapted accordingly, right? The gaming systems like Atari or Commodore 64, which I had and I still remember it very well. Um, this was something kind of new and um, with those games, you would get people in your living room and work together as a team to play Pac-Man, for example. Team, team Pac-Man could be a good, good example of that. So there is a, a better understanding of teamwork, but not as good as the millennials and Gen Z. So I'll leave you with that. Gen Xers, salute to you. I'm a Gen X myself. Should I expose it? Yeah, who cares? I was born in 1973, so I'm definitely a, a Gen X. So now you know my age, in case you didn't know. Do a little bit of math. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in. And I look forward to our episode next week. Take good care, everyone.